Yo! Welcome back to another edition of Cruising the World. And my name is Andrew Cruz, and where you can find Cruising the World is on Spotify, also on Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you can find podcast needs is where you can find Cruising the World. Um, also, where you can find the latest updates of Cruising the World right now is at Cruising Podcasts on Instagram, also on, at Nightstown Finest on Twitter. Soon I'll get in my. I soon I'll make the cruising world Instagram. We'll, we'll see. Try to make it happen. But um, today I want to like give you guys. I want to give y'all a disclaimer that it's going to be a very very heavy, heavy subject today. Um, some that people some people don't believe actually happened, and um, it, it's very sad, but. It's very true. This is this is as true as it gets. Um, first, I'm gonna start. Oh, yeah, yeah. First, I'm gonna start with a little story. I actually want to take you a trip, give you guys a trip. Um, really, the path of a slave, of an African, becoming a slave in America, and then I'm gonna give you a, a brief. I'm going to give you guys the history of slavery in America, how slaves were treated. Also, um, I guess the beginning, pretty much the middle, which I guess in the end, which is uh, the Civil War. And after so a little bit after the Civil War, some things that happened to freed black men. After, I'm sorry, not free black, free black men and women. I'm sorry. Um, after they were put through slavery, I mean, after they became free. And after the uh, Emancipation of Proclamation. So, first, what I want you to do, I know some of you might be driving as you're listening to this, so don't close your eyes. <laughs> um, so, what I want you to do, if you are at home, if you are listening, and uh, if this is going through your headphones, whatever, I want you guys to listen very, very closely. Um, or close your eyes and listen. As I'm going to take you through a journey of... A freed person becoming a slave in America. Hopefully you're ready for this. It's going to get real heavy very quickly. So imagine you're at home right now. I'm going to actually, I'm going to make it modern day right now. Imagine you're at home right now. Well, imagine you're in Africa. Screw it. Or wherever you're at. Imagine you're home. Chilling, you know, playing with your cousins, your, your brothers, your sister, your mom and dad sitting on the porch watching you play and then all of a sudden somebody of a different race that you've never seen before comes and takes you practically gunpoint puts you in chains call you H and every terrible word that can come out of their mouths probably your father tries to fight him off and he gets hit by the butt of a gun or he's getting whipped, but he's at the end of the day, he's getting chained. You're getting, they're getting kidnapped. You're, you are getting kidnapped. You, your brothers, your sister, your mom, your dad, your cousins, everybody that lives in your village is being kidnapped and taken to the coast. You probably have never even seen the ocean before, ever. You know, y'all know if you have <clears throat> in your life been there. You know that smell of the ocean, the salt air, the salt water, and then, you know it takes you to a good place. But imagine you were bonded by chains 
next to your mom and your family. Imagine that. Chained up, going into a rickety boat, and you're going to be in the bottom of that boat. You don't know where you're going. You don't know these people. You don't know their language. You just know that they have weapons. You are chained up, and you are being forced onto this boat. Now, as you enter this boat, there is literally no room. There's pretty much scarce food, and there's scarce, even more scarce water. And you have to take a trip across the Atlantic Ocean. Sorry. Think about that. You're taken from your home. You're forced into a boat. Now, me, that freaks me out because I can't swim. Now, I'm sorry, I, kn I know it's pretty much a stereotype, but don't, don't take it as a stereotype. Take it as what it is. <clears throat> You're taken into this boat. You've never seen a boat before, by the way. You've probably never even seen the coast of Africa before. Some people were taken from the middle of it, some from the west, some from the east, some from the south. <clears throat> no matter what, they were taken they were kidnapped. This is the international slave trade in, in 1619. This was a part of the Colombian exchange, even though it never went past Colombia. Slaves were a huge commodity from Africa, which was at this point being controlled. Well, not controlled. Most places were kind of conquered by um, the Dutch. And the Dutch are the ones that started slave trade. <clears throat> um, in Africa. Well, let me take you back a little bit. <clears throat> Slavery's been around for a very, very, very long time. It's almost as old as time. Slavery has been a very huge part of history. From the Romans to also the Africans enslaving the Jews and the Israelites. Um to even African slavery, even to the Native Americans being enslaved by Christopher Columbus. Oh, I can't wait to talk about him. But we're going to go on your little journey across an ocean in a boat that is swinging back and forth. The people upstairs, the slave, the masters that you don't even know that your masters are yet, don't care if you, well, they care if you die. They don't care that you're sick, that you have sea, that you get seasick because the boat's ricketing around. You've never been here before. The smell, you living in your own filth for months, going across an ocean that you didn't even know you were going to go across this day. Think about that. You're taken into a shore. This is 1619. You go to a place that's named Virginia. You are sold off to people that you don't even know. But first, when you first get to when you first get to America, you feel this hot iron with numbers on it being burned into your skin. Now, 
most people think that Africans, like most Africans, native Africans and stuff, have all these piercings and all these, they mutilate themselves and things like that. Some tribes do. Most aren't kind of like that. The problem is, is that they're branding you like you are a cow with a number on you. And you are known as that number. Does this sound familiar? Does that sound familiar yet? Just not the branding part. You being known as a number and being owned by the state at this time. Until you are sold. Now, slave trade is, once again, slave trade is not an old practice. It's not. Most of the time, though, is by a conquered place. Once again, Africa wasn't exactly conquered by one nation. Some places were were taken here and there. Some, the kings sold off their own people to pay off debts to the Dutch or the Portuguese and stuff like that. We all know, some of you might not know who King Leopold is, but you will know who King Leopold is later on. Uh, not this episode. We're, going to, going to, we're just going to stick with American slavery. You are branded. There's a number on you. You are still chained up. You're still with your family, though. You're still with the people. But your name is a number. Until you go to an auction. This auction first makes you go through a series of tests. Most, maybe your speed, your agility, how much you can lift. Sounds familiar? No, not yet. How about the way you look naked? The way you are fertile. If you have multiple children with you, that's multiple more workers. So women that are fertile are a high commodity at this time because you are birthing workers that you don't know yet. This thing, you still don't know where you are. This is a new land. These people are speaking a different language and you have just been branded. And now you've just been put on for show naked, touched all over, and now you're lifting heavy things and you're seeing how fast you work. And then you hear an auctioneer. Don't know this is an auctioneer, but this is an auctioneer yelling out the numbers. Sold. Oh, you thought you and your family were going to get sold together? No, homie. That's not how this works. You are sold separately. This is this. Families were separated at this point. Families, imagine this is the last time that you see your mother, that you lay your eyes on your mother, your father, your brother, your cousins. Some people were lucky and got to be with at least one of their family members. Some people were very unlucky and were just spread out throughout different states and people that you will never see again. Think about this. It's the 1600s. There are no cell phones and black people and blacks, Africans at this point still, can't read or write English. Can't read or write. 
period. Or do arithmetic. And you are not allowed to learn that. That is law. You will never be allowed to learn that. That's penalty by whipping. Oh, yes, whipping. Now, you are taken in by this family or a slave owner inside of this big field. You're working with other people that you do not know. You are actually, sorry, you're the first ones. You're by yourself. Maybe maybe five or six of y'all, y'all been sold together. You're still a number right now until you get to that plantation. And when you, when you get to that plantation, your name is changed. You don't have your beautiful African name that you came here with or whatever you want to go with if, if you are a different race or from a different country. Sorry, from a different country. You have a different name. Your last name is Johnson. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's something else. It's, it's an African, beautiful African name. My name means something. Nope, it's Johnson. You are, I don't know, Ron Johnson. Sorry, Ron Johnson. There is a Ron Johnson. Listen, it's my fault. Your name is Ron or, or Deborah or whatever you name you want to be. That's your name for now. This is why Muslims, most black Muslims, go by X. Because that's their slave name. That's why you see the X. So, you're sold off. You're work now. You have to learn how to work this plantation. Either you are going to be picking this thing called cotton, or you're going to be harvesting sugarcane or tobacco, depending on where you are in the country. Mississippi, Alabama, cotton. I think uh, Georgia, mostly Georgia, was sugar was sugar cane. And if you were in if you were in Virginia, it's tobacco, the biggest commodities. These are the three biggest commodities coming out of America in the 1600s, 1700s, and 1800s. Most other countries could not grow these things. Now, you are making the commodity for the Colombian exchange. African slaves were taken from Africa to United States. All other goods that Africans off their backs and blood, sweat, and tears are taken to the European countries. <gasps> Sounds crazy, right? People think it was Americans taking, you know, at, later on, yes, the Ameri Americans at this point do take Africans and bring them in as slaves but it started from the Dutch the Dutch started the international slave trade between Africa and America so you don't know these people you are called horrible names horrible names you are also seen by another person Normally a man, sorry, I'm just, ladies, just understand this is 16, 17, 1800s, just letting you know, mostly the overseer was a, was a man. This man is overseeing your production. If you slip, fall, talk back, do anything other than work and almost to the death of you, you're going to get whipped. Badly whipped. 
You're going to be called names. You might get punched. If you don't, oh, you thinking about learning something? That's punishable by death in some places. Or a lot of lashes from a whip. Now, think about that. You're not allowed to read. You're not allowed to write. You're not allowed to learn how to do math. And if you do, you get smacked with a, what's that, the bullwhip. That Indian, you think about Indiana Jones, that thing right there hitting you numerous amount of times. Go look at Whip Joe, the picture of the slave that with the whips on his back. That's the first ever picture in the 1800s. That's the first time people have seen slaves and the brutality that they went through. That's the first time. No, first time they heard it, Harriet Beecher Stowe. Uncle Tom's Cabin. We need to change that, by the way. We need to change that word, Uncle Tom. Because Uncle Tom died not telling where that slave, where the slave woman was, by the way. So, let me go back. I mean, let me keep continuing on. Sorry. You're getting whipped by somebody that you don't know their name. You know their name, but you don't know what they're saying to you. You just know, oh, that's Mr. Davis. That's Mr. Davis right there. We can't we can't do nothing, Mr. Davis. And get smacked by a by a whip. Because you are poorly doing your job. Or you're doing your job. They're just mad that day. Understand, this is what slaves went through. People say, I've read in a book in Texas that slaves were happy and contempt being slaves. No. They took advantage of their sunshines, and that's what people don't understand. When there's nothing but rain, and you get that, you start to appreciate the sunshine a lot more. So most, not most, a lot of plantation owners allow their slaves to be, to have like kind of church services on Sundays. And also kind of have like some of like a off day or whatever. Okay, so we fast forward into the 17, 1800s. We're not going to get to the 1760s yet. Some slaves have worked their tail off to somehow become free. But freedom ain't free. Think about this. You have a chance to become free. Now you have a maybe a husband, a wife or whatever. Now you have kids. This is your chance to become free. Now, this, here's the conundrum that you go through. Only one of you get to go free, and it's you. Either you separate from your family, you never see them again. You just had children with this woman. You just made a family with this woman. Or man, sorry, or man. One of you get to go free. Well, I'm sorry, you get to go free. Here's the conundrum most slaves went through. Do you leave or do you stay? Here's your chance. Here's your chance right here. This is your chance. You can, you can, there's the door, you can go. But you got to leave them behind. Even those that earned their freedom. Oh, hold on one second. My bad. Even those that earned their freedom can get taken back. Once again. This is the 16 and 1700s. 
you can 1800s too you can get screwed very quickly very quickly oh how how how, how much you say there's no electronical system saying that you're a free slave there's only a piece of paper and if somebody really didn't care they can rip that paper up while you're up north which is the free states while you're up north they can rip that paper up and send you send you right back to those fields at any time it doesn't matter they can come and get you you can get sent back Watch 12 Years a Slave. You'll see what I'm talking about. This is something that Africans and soon-to-be African-Americans went through for 300-some-odd years. 300 and almost 50 years. 1619 till 1865. Four. 1864. When the Emancipation Proclamation was signed by Abraham Lincoln they fought a war to free you maybe slavery was a huge deal let's be real slavery was a huge deal you have to understand that if you were taken and you were whipped and you were branded and you were chained you if you ran away you were chased by dogs and had been brought back and whipped some more and beaten some more you ran away again cut your foot off run away again to cut your hand off now you one hand and one foot you're really not anything good nope sorry my bad they will cut your foot off Next time, it'll cut your, cut your head off. Hang you. For everyone to see that if you run, this is what happens to you. This is the life of a slave. It wasn't happy. It wasn't jolly. They got dirt. They got whooped. They got beaten. It didn't matter to these people. And so when somebody comes to me and they say that Confederacy is history, it is. Confederacy is history. Confeder Confederacy was, was history. So was slavery. And that's what they wanted to keep. Tell me, what human treats another human like this? Is that being conquered? Or is that just inhumane? They even tried to teach through slavery, I mean, through the Bible, that slavery had to happen. There's, But if you don't understand, the Bible is also a history book. So it's going to talk about slavery because it was prevalent back in these days, back in the day when, when the Bible was written. Remember, the Israelites were slaves in America, in Africa. So, why did I say remember the number? Because even though 
the 13th Amendment abolished slavery. Kinda. The 13th Amendment, yes, was a big thing to uh, abolish slavery. But if you read on, if you read on, if you are incarcerated, you become a slave. You are subjected to becoming a slave. It's written in the amendment. Go back and read it. Why did I say the numbers? What are you called when you go to jail? Not called your name anymore. You're a number. And also, slaves were seen as property. They weren't seen as humans. They were seen as property, like a house. Three-fourths compromise. You are not human. You are a commodity. You are property. That's why America was built on the backs of blacks. In blood of blacks. Sorry. That's what I'm going to tell the truth about. 1776, the Declaration of Independence is signed. Slavery was prevalent for over 100 and some odd years before that. July 4, 1776, Declaration of Independence, America becomes its own country. Slavery was a part of that already. Slavery's been as old as, um, is older than America. Slavery in America is older than America. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And you know what's, what else is weird? That we literally, I think we're very close now. I think it's about maybe five or six years. Think about the numbers. 1776 is 2021 right now. Slavery started in 18, I mean 1619 and ended in 1864. That's, if I'm doing math correctly, it's about... Two seventy five, two hundred seventy five years, almost three hundred. Let's be real. No, it's over three hundred. That's over three hundred. No, three, three forty four, something like that. Dude, math, whatever. It's over three hundred. Think about this. America has been a country for one for seven since seventeen seventy since seventeen seventy six. America has been its own country, and it's two thousand twenty one right now. So in 2026, America will be 350 years old. If I did the math right. Yes, 350 years old. I'm good. I'm good at math sometimes. Slavery is older still at this point than America. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing, right? America's been around less than slavery in America. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's just... it. it you gotta understand that when black people say this country was built from our blood, sweat, and tears, it literally was built from our ancestors' blood, sweat, and tears. 
fought in the American Revolution, some of them. Hell, heck, even the first person that was killed in the name of revolution was a black man named Crispus Attucks during the Boston Massacre. Go read it. Go, go. There's theaters right now in Virginia. You're probably thinking about, whoa, Christmas Addicts. Never heard of that name. Some of you have, some of you haven't. Christmas Addicts was the first person killed in the name of independence, in the name of, re in the name of uh, rebel, or rebellion, I'm sorry, in the name of rebellion against the British. Think I'm kidding? Go look it up. It's a black man. And it's a picture of him. And there's a drawn out picture of this. Think about that, yo. Look, I, if you're listening to this with your kids, I'm sorry. This is the real history. This is us. Now, your family has been slaves for about 300 of these years. Your generation is deep. Now, if you were light-skinned, that means that you were Massa's kid at some point. Massa just stepped out and stepped out on his wife and had sex with one of his property. Or, I'm sorry, not had sex. Raped one of his property. And they had a child together in their light skin. Most of the time, they worked in the house. Because that's his child. See, pigment works as... If you're black, you're dark skin. Like if you are African, you're completely dark. You you're dark skin. You're a dark skin person. And if somehow you were born out of wedlock, out of cheating or raping, um, you're light skin. One of the famous ones is uh, Thomas Jefferson. Look that up. Thomas Jefferson, you know the guy that wrote the Declaration of Independence. Um, he decided to keep slavery out of it. That was actually voted on at Independence Hall in Philadelphia. It was voted on by mostly slave owners. Who was the slave owner, you ask? George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, a lot of the Southerners, a lot of them from Virginia, were slave owners. And they pushed back against... They pushed back against, we are the same under God. Sorry, I messed up the words. I'm very tired right now. But, you know the Declaration of Independence, man? Get out of here. We the people. But... Them black, them black ones, the dark ones, the dark, you, you mean the ones that work my field? No, 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 that's property. They're property. Come on, man. Get out of here. No, 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 no. They're property. They don't, that's pro, yeah, that's property. Oh, where does the property come from? Why did I talk about property in jail? Oh, but that's right. You become property of the state. You know, when you first came to America, when your ancestors first came to America, they were property of the state before they were property of the plantation. Oh, snap! How everything comes back around. You see uh, uh, j people in jail? 
They make minimal. And when I say minimal, some of the people that told me they made like 25 cents a day working. You're property of the state. You became a number. And some of them, you, you, you get beaten a lot. Some. I'm not saying all. I'm saying some. It's still prevalent to this day. Slavery is. It's systematic. How many more black men are put in jail than uh, black? I mean, than their white counterparts. How many Mexicans and Latinos and anybody's different color than white? How many more of them are taken into jail? Now, there are white people that go to jail. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying they're not. There's a lot more blacks for a lot less. Like weed charges, some of them are in jail for life because being caught with drugs. And systematically, the 14th, 13th Amendment allows you to become a slave again. You're welcome. Stay out of jail, please. We got it. We got to keep out of there, man. Just the littlest things. Even that, man. They, they. I'm not saying they, as in everyone, but practically slavery again. So, why the Civil War happened? Well, Southern states were very upset because they, uh, they were feeling like their state rights were taken away. And uh, they were like, oh, you're trying to take away slavery. Let's just break off and let's we're ready to fight this war. Um, it was they waged war for four years. They became the Confederacy, the United States of Confederacy, Confederate States of America, Confederate States, something union, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I do. Confederate. They became the Confederacy. We, we understand. You know, the Confederate flag, they call it the rebel flag. Um, they lost in four years due to poor technology and also poor strategic, poor strategy. They had to relinquish their slaves after emancipation proclamation was passed. Um, yeah, slavery, it had, had ended in, um, when 1864. I'm not going to say any dates because I don't want to like overwhelm y'all with dates. I don't want to overwhelm y'all with how it is to become a slave. Oh, you thought it ends there. The now we have now there's equal rights. You can vote. Um, third, I think the Thirteenth Amendment uh, allows you to vote. Equality in voting. Fourteenth, you know, freed you. Um, but these things called I don't know black codes after the Civil War were developed black codes not african codes now you're black because think about this you lose your identity within one generation that generation you're not african no more you're american you've been property your family has been property of america for over 100 for over 300 years you think you african still go back to africa oh you can't why why can't you go back because you're going to go right back to becoming a slave again because you learned English. You learned that language, that language English. Your parents might not been even able to teach you some of the African languages. You probably don't even know the African gods. Your God is Christian. 
crazy, right? 300 years. Over 300 years. Your identity gone. Your family's identity is gone. Your name isn't, you don't, your parents, your, your great, your, your greats know your name, but they're dead by now. They were too old. They couldn't do anything in the field. They might've worked in the house if they were good enough, uh, if Massa liked them a lot, but most of the time they were killed. Let's be real. You can't, you got to understand why black people are still upset. Because even after they got their freedom, even some of them fought for it, were allowed to fight for it. Even when that happened, they had these things called black codes. Your biggest voice that we talk about, this is why we say everyone needs to vote. Your biggest voice is through legislation and voting. Now, how did you keep black people from voting if they're equal, if they're able to vote? It's things called black codes. Black codes were a series of things to keep you from being able to vote, such as literacy tests. What did I tell you earlier? What couldn't black, what couldn't black slaves, what couldn't African slaves do when they got here. They were not allowed to read and write or do arithmetic. So when they when they got there and was about to go vote, man, I get the vote, man. I got my top back, got my suit on, man. I'm ready to go, man. Let's do this. I'm ready to go. When you get to the voting area, wherever, first of all, you're probably being called a slew of names. Mostly the N-word. I'm trying not to curse so you kids can listen to this too. So just, I don't know if you guys say this at home. If you do, it's cool. It's okay. But I'm not going to say it here. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure I got everything right. When you get to the voting booth. Hold on. Because I know there's a whole thing. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, whatever. I'm not. I, I know. I know the black codes. I know there's three of them, but I, I only really remember two because I'm an idiot. Um, no, I'm not an idiot. I'm kind of smart. Um, completely forgot what I was saying. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh my bad. My bad. You're free now. You finally get free. You got all this cool stuff. That's great. Now, you have to go vote. Now you want to go vote. You've been freed to vote. You're allowed to go vote. Here you are. Now. You get to the voting booth. Uh, This is the third time you came to the voting booth. My fault. And you're presented with a paper. You have to read off of this paper. If you cannot read off of this paper, you can't vote. Period. All citizens must be able to vote. That means blacks, at this point, you're black. Poor whites could not vote. What? We can't do what? Why not? Because you can't read. Because you can't read. You know, you can insert it. Insert the word there. You know it. Insert it. 
You can't read, homie. Can't vote. See ya. But I was free. No, you can't vote. Oh. Oh, you can read. Oh, okay. Read it off this paper. All right. My name is blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. You, I mean, you can write stuff like that. Cool. Okay, you passed that test. What's your granddaddy name? Oh man, that was uh, that's uh, that's Ron Johnson Jr. Ron Johnson Jr. Hold on, let me read up Ron Johnson Jr. You mean that he was uh, his master was who? Oh, that's uh, Mr. Davis. Mr. Davis is uh, uh, was his master. Oh, and he is your grandfather. He yeah yeah, he's my grandfather, man. You know yeah. It, I just got freed. He got freed. You know, I mean, he not free. He wasn't free when, you know, I was born. You know, he was still a slave. Oh. Well, um, since he was a slave and he was your grandfather, you can't vote. That's called the grandfather clause. See, if you were a slave or your grandfather, or your daddy was a slave, which meant everybody that tried to vote at some point during your grandfather, your daddy, they were slaves. Unless you were real lucky. If they were slaves at one point, you can't vote. And there's record of it, you can't vote. And yes, there were records of this. There's a third one. I just completely forgot what the third one was. Um, oh, damn. Ooh, it's going to make me mad. I was, it's going to make me mad. There is a third one. Um, shoot, man, it's gonna make me mad, yo. It's gonna make me mad. There is a third one. I always, I used to always remember the third one too. These are also what you think is the the um. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, th yeah, that is the third one. Yes, it is. Okay, there we go. Here's the third one, and this is one is a doozy. You ready? I, I knew I, I knew it had something to do with money. If you can't pay, it, let's for example in South Carolina, if you can't pay an annual tax of ten, it, it's it. Here's how it varied. It varied from ten to one hundred dollars. I think this is like in South Carolina it was like one of these things. If you can't pay the annual tax. You can't vote. You're a slave. You don't make money. You don't get money. What? You can't you can't vote. You're a slave. I'm I'm sorry. You're a slave. You don't give me money. You don't get paid to be a slave. What? You work to the bone. You die. No, you work to the bone. You multiply for my more workers that I can sell off to different plantations. And you die. Next one's up. So when you are free, you ain't got no money. You don't have any money whatsoever because you just got free. So you have to pay annual tax. If you can't pay the annual tax, you can't vote. Who's paying a slave? Nobody. So, those are three ways they kept black people from voting. Oh, you got all three?
Oh, ho, ho. nice. You are a special case. Okay, cool. He can, hey, he got all three. He got all three. That's what's up. That's, he got all three. Go ahead, go vote, man. Go ahead. Go ahead with you, with you, with yourself. Oh, there's a guy with a white, white hood on with a burning cross on a horse. Some of them. He's waiting for you to try to get into the voting booth. He's there to terrorize you enough to where you take yourself back home to your either your sharecropping or your little shed with you know with all your kids and stuff. Remember, men can only vote at this time. Sorry, sorry, ladies. Men can only vote. Black men. You take yourself home because you can't vote because I'm going to beat the ever living hell out of you. And guess what? And guess what? If you even touch me, I'm going to send you right back where you came from because that's the amendment. If you so far as look at me, you get to go, you get to go back. That's your free trip back. You wanted to go back? All right, there you go. Say something wrong. Dare you. That is the birth of the KKK. Do you want to know the birth of police? Do you want to know when police became relevant in America? They were there to catch runaway slaves. You're welcome. That's the police force back in the, back in the 16, 17, 1800s. They were slave catchers. That's how the police force got built in America. Why do you think systematically black people aren't too friendly with, with cops? You have to understand that even if you're not black, you have to understand these people went through hell and back for real. For real. You, you, there were beautiful people back in the day, like John Brown. I, I, I would say Abraham Lincoln, but I'm going to have a show called, not a show, but I'm going to have one of these episodes called False Prophet, False Messiahs. Abraham's, Abraham Lincoln's one of them. I know a lot of people are like, oh man, Abraham Lincoln, he uh, freed the blacks. Yeah, but what was he going to do afterwards? What was he going to do with the blacks afterwards is the question. And also, there was a failed mission. Okay, let's go. There were some beautiful people like John Brown, Harriet Beecher Stowe, Abraham Lincoln. Um, others, you see, Ulysses S. Grant, he probably didn't, probably didn't care. But there were people out there that wanted slavery to end. They, they were called abolitionists. Mostly white, of course. John Brown, as everybody knows, John Brown's raid on Harper's Ferry in uh, West Virginia. He was a Bible. He was a very religious. Actually, he was a preacher before he became a hardcore abolitionist. Um, Harriet Beecher Stowe, like I told you guys before, she wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin. She was, that's the book that sparked what they say sparked the Civil War. It's Uncle Tom's Cabin. 
it gave you insight about the ins and outs of the life of a slave. Not just with the northerners, but also with the southerners. The brutality that slaves went through. The things that slaves had to do to try to just become free. And freedom was at a very huge risk and a very huge cause. Um, whatever. Also, Harriet Tubman. Underground Railroad. Uh, she's going to have her own episode. That's why I'm not talking about her like fully right now. Harriet Tubman. Uh, really, Nat, Nat Turner, his rebellion. And quite a few others. A lot of them. Fought against this systematic slavery. Now you're free. You still can't go to college. You don't know how to read. Frederick Douglass knows how to read. That's why he wrote the North Star, which was a newspaper. He secretly learned how to read. Because if he got caught, that was a dead man or a dead child. Or he would have been beaten very badly. Think about even after what they had to go through. The reconstruction period of the South. Think about what was born to fight against the freedoms of blacks. Think about the things that's still in power due to the Civil War and the freedom of blacks. KKK are still not a domestic terrorist group. They're still a police force, and they still kill a lot of black people. Sorry, that's all I'm going to say. That's all you're going to hear from me about that one. This is supposed to be a history podcast, but I'm just going to throw some things out there for you guys. So if you want to go research some things, if uh, so I want you guys to also go out and do your own research. If you think I'm playing, if you think I'm lying to you, yo, I went to an African-American museum and they wouldn't allow kids under 18 to go. They had this little basement. It's in, um, I want to say it's in Baltimore and there's a museum. You, the kids can go be upstairs, you know, look around, see all the great things that black people did. But they didn't allow kids under 18. I was under 18 at this time. I think I was around like 10 years old or something. No, I wasn't. Uh, I went with my grandmother and my aunt. And um, they didn't allow kids under 18 to go downstairs. That was the slavery area. Because they showed real depictions of what happened to slaves when they got to this country. Now, I did go to another African American museum. I think this one was in D.C., if I remember correctly, the one in D.C., it's, it's been so long. That's when I saw when they first get, when slaves first got to the land, they're branded with a number. And I mean like a long number, either on their forehead, on their chest, or some, if you were, if they were nasty enough, on close enough to your private parts. Also, they had these things called Mandango fights. Know what a Mandango fight is? It's when two black men fight to the death for the enjoyment of their slave owners. By the way, this is even similar. This is similar to what happened in Italy when the gladiators fought. You fought to die. Or you fought to win and then say that you didn't do great enough in the fight, you go back and get beaten. 
That's a Mandingo fight. Got to understand. The reason why I'm talking about this today and why this is probably heavy in your mind right now is because this happened and you're trying to stop this from being taught in schools. Slavery was no joke in any era. American slavery literally built America. And some people might say, well, this person built. No, 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 no. If slaves weren't around, if free labor wasn't around, America would have never made any money. Go look at the map. Oh, um, so I got a map on on my Instagram of the Colombian exchange. Hold on. Let me see. So I can make sure you guys can understand. Um, so I can tell you what the Colombian exchange um, fully was. Because I am I will mess this up. and I'm, I, I, yeah. Let me see the images. I can tell you what. There's a better map. Where's the good map at that I liked? Where's the map that I had? Uh, crap. Mm-mm, mm, that might be it. Columbia Exchange. This is what came from America. So, slavery. We're talking about slaves. Yeah, okay. What came from America? Squash, pumpkin, turkeys, peanuts, potatoes, tomatoes, corn, vanilla, beans, like different like green beans and stuff like that. Coca, which is uh, uh, like chocolate. Uh, pineapples, tobacco which is a huge commodity in America, peppers and sweet potatoes. I think they messed up with the sugarcane on this one. Sugarcane was, is kind of like originally made like in Georgia, stuff like that. That's where, that's where that is. Um, also what came from um, like Africa and Europe, uh, honeybees, bananas, grapes, citrus fruit, fruit, Peaches, pears, um, coffee beans, turnips, olives, onions, slaves, um, grains, wheat, rice, barley, oats, livestock, cattle, sheep, pigs, horses. Also, just in case you want to top this off, there was uh, diseases that came from these areas too, which was smallpox, influenza, typhus, measles, malaria, Terfuria? I'm going to F that up. That doesn't matter. And whooping cough. By the way, they introduced all these diseases when? When Christopher Columbus landed on landed in Central America. Oh, by the way, never landed in the United States of America. He actually was in the islands. You're welcome. Okay. This was introduced from the Europeans by... This was all introduced to... A society that couldn't handle it. That's why Europeans took over the United States. Because of disease. Not because they had superior guns. Because they were getting their tails whooped by Native Americans. The reason why they took over America is because of diseases. That's how they conquered. Because they can handle it. Because they just got through the bubonic plague. Oops. There we go. Why was it called the Colombian Exchange? I still don't understand that because nothing went to Colombia. I, I literally, I can go through all this 
and nothing goes to Colombia. All of it goes to the to the Americas. I don't I don't get it. Um, I tried to figure it out. I, I'll, I'll look it up later. But what the the biggest commodity that came from Africa was slaves from the Dutch. So you have to understand it was a global exchange between the Europeans, Africans, and Americans. This was huge. And the biggest commodity were slaves. And the biggest commodity coming out of America was sugarcane, tobacco, and cotton. So all those little fashionistas, you know, the fashionistas from uh, from England and um, France and all that craziness, all that stuff, you know, all that fashion stuff that used to come there with cotton, that came from America. Off the backs of slaves. That's how they were able to fulfill the Colombian exchange. So, the next time somebody tells you that black people did not, that this country was not built on the backs and blood and sweat and tears of black people, you go back and you tell them about the Colombian exchange. Because that brought livestock, different fruits, different vegetables, different diseases, different things like horses, which aren't from America. All these things came to America because Africans work for free to send the highest commodities that came from that the Europeans did not have. Tell me how that didn't build it. Slavery is as old as time. American slavery is older than America. You're welcome. So, um, I'm going to end it here for right now. Um, I know I've been, prom- I've been telling you guys about these episodes supposed to be coming out like furious and fast and furious, but this was a very heavy subject for me to read about, to talk about, to like, I, like this is what they're not teaching these kids, teaching the kids in school. I think it's unfair. I think it's terribly criminal to not teach the terribleness, the brutality that human beings had on other human beings. It, it seems like it's fine to talk about it if it was the Roman times and the, the, the Egyptians and all the rest of these other times. It seemed fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Let's talk about the slaves in Europe. Yeah, man. They were you know, they went through this, that, and third. Nah, well, you know, it's kind of regular. But when it happens on your Shores, now it's a pro- now you don't want to talk about it. It's like a plague. Nah, nah. Hold on, hold on. We we're not talking about this. We're not going to talk about this. All right, we're not doing this. It's not about that. You know. Oh yeah, corn too. Corn, which is maize and whatever. It's, you gotta understand. This is a heavy subject that schools don't want to talk about. Right? Sugar. Oh, I guess sugar did come from Africa. All right, my bad. My bad. Sugar. I'll take sugar off. But we'll replace that with with corn. I guess it did. That's weird. But sugar came with prevalent in... All right, whatever. I guess I was wrong. I'll take take being wrong. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I could be wrong. I had to read back on it because it's saying that sugar came from like... I don't know. That's weird. 
I guess. And Wheaton. All right, whatever. You can go look at the Columbia Exchange. There's a bunch of maps on it. Um, completely forgot what I was talking about. Oh, I think it's criminal that it's not taught in school. I, I actually criminal that somebody said or a school district chose to say that they do not want to teach slavery in school. And that really irritates me to the bone. It made me even more upset that I read a book in a modern day textbook. I read a modern test, modern day textbook saying that blacks were happy and content with being slaves. I mean, when you get whipped for 350 years, you get kind of pissed because all the rebellions, the Underground Railroad, people escaping, getting beat by a whip, getting branded when you first come on to this country, getting your name changed, losing your identity. Oh, you speak what language? No, homie, you speak English and you only want to speak that broken. It's going to be yes, master or no, master. That's how that's what you're going to say for the rest of your life. And all I'm going to take your wife. I'm going to do whatever I want with her have children with her, you're going to have more children with whoever I tell you you're going to have children with. And, um, you know, they're going to also work. Or, on the flip side, I'm going to sell them to another plantation. You're just making me more money. Thank you. But you're supposed to be happy and content with that. When a whip's hitting you on the back, the best way to take over somebody is through the mind your mind you get broken while on that slave ship you get broken when you're sold when you first come here you get broken when you are getting whipped called Every single racist word that can come out of another human being's mouth. You can get spit on, you get punched, beaten, raped. All of this. You get broken. The mind can only handle so much. That's why a lot of them jumped off of that boat. That's why a lot of some ancestries ended in the Atlantic Ocean. Lineage, lineage, I messed up, I'm going to mess that word up. Ended in that ocean. Because they chose death over bondage. That's the show today. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys, I hope everyone understands where this is coming from, why this was a heavy subject. I want to say I love all of you, though. Okay, that's straight up. Is that the end of it? I love all of you. I want to make sure that you you understand this whole thing, man. I also want to make sure that you know that you are loved. But I also want you to know that this is history. This is real. It's not just in one month. 
This is 365 days, seven days a week. 24-7 history, baby. This is real. So with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, where you can find Cruising the World is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on um, anywhere you can find your podcast needs, which you can find Cruising the World. Also, it's going to be under the same podcast feed as uh, the Cruising Podcast. Also, um, later on this week, I will be talking about the Black Panther Party. Um, and then uh, next week, I'm going to talk about famous slaves, famous former slaves like Frederick Douglass, like uh, Troussant, like Harriet Tubman. We're going to be talking about a lot of them. Um, Nat Turner, you know, we're going. I'm going to get more in depth and stuff like that. Um, I got to do a lot more study and research this week. So um, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'll catch you guys as soon as possible. Um, it's probably going to be a regular cruising podcast the next episode, and then we're going to do Black Panther Party. But with that, I want to say thank you so much for listening. Don't do anything I would do. Catch you guys in a little bit. Love you guys. Deuces.